What's up, everybody? It is Chelney, Brett, and Fasta here with another episode of CMB Highlight. What's going on, guys? Not a whole lot. It's going pretty well. How about yourself? Well, you know, you know, PB, PB the other day. So, you know, it's <laughs> hey, got to be good, right? about that one, weren't you? Yeah, yeah you know. Were you? You, you got you to gotta accept stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It was It was fine. We can get into that later. What we're going to do with this one, because we don't actually have a guest this time, um, the uh, the person that we had lined up, unfortunately, um, um, backed out on us here. So we're going to just sort of go over what's been happening, I guess, through this past couple weeks. Um, I know we've talked a little bit about MM4 last week, about how it's starting to get popular. Um, Mega Maker has come out, and ESA is starting up. So there's quite a bit of, quite a bit of stuff to talk about, actually, this time. So but before we get into all that... Um, we were just 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 starting to talk about this and I, I i told brett i was like let's hold on because there's probably gonna be some discussion <laughs> joka joka released a straw poll like when was this yesterday yeah it feels so. like yesterday for best weapon in classic Mega Man, and he put i i think he put two weapons from like every game from one through ten plus rockman and forte in the list uh, yeah 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 I don't know if I agree with uh, <laughs> no, people. People are idiots. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't want to say anything, but like, I I okay. So I can I can accept the fact that Mega Man Two has some good weapons, and Metal Blade is obviously a strong weapon for you know a casual person. But I don't. I was just saying to you, I don't even know if I agree that it's even the best weapon in Mega Man Two. Well, what was the other? Oh, he did put Quick Boomerang as the other weapon in Mega Man too. Yeah, I I that honestly two think votes. Quick is better than Metal if you're just looking at two. But I mean, I'm not a two runner, so what what do I know, right? Do you think it was I mean, two two runners who's responded to this? Yeah, I don't I don't think it was the like in the speedrun sense. Obviously, Metal Blade like you you barely even use it. Um, but like the utility of it, where it can be thrown in every direction, and the fact that you use it against like three or four bosses. Uh, it's, it's probably what people were thinking when they chose it. Like, sure. personally, I just I just think that there's so many better options, and I think the popularity of Mega Man Two and you know kind of the legendary status of Metal Blade kind of probably led to to the votes coming in the way they did. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like a knee jerk vote for sure. Because because I I'll admit my my choice out of this list was Super Arrow. I I don't know how you don't pick Super Arrow. Um, now it is second in the list uh, as of right now, so it's not like that's too surprising. But the thing is just, like, incredibly useful. It kills stuff. It, it helps you go up, left, right. Doesn't matter what. Like, it's super useful. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it helps you move in every direction. Except but for it, down, I guess. But even but... again, like, I almost wonder if that's an unfair choice. Because it's not like your standard, oh, you don't get it from a robot master. So, like, is that different? Wait, Super Arrow? Well, I mean, you get it from Star. But, I mean, it's not the same thing, right? Like, it's not a robot master's weapon. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah, that's true. So Mega like, Ball, Mega Ball wouldn't be either then. So yeah. that so would have to be disqualified. I don't know if if my choice even is the best choice out of this list either. But I mean, there's a lot of different ways to look at it, right? Like overall utility, how much ammo it has, uh, like how good how is it in the speedrun sense? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so the reason why I, I chose Flash Topper over Super Arrow because like whenever I try to use Super Arrow when in a room I don't know, like you're just likely to 
like come across an enemy midway through the room and like have to jump off or you know it's it's not a it's not an all circumstances type of um weapon whereas like flash stopper unless there's like a moving platform or something that you're stopping it, it pretty much makes like any any enemies like trivial right yeah if you're talking about like getting through a rom hack or something flash stopper's good i would say I think I, I saw someone doing like an all concrete shot, uh, Mega Man Nine hack or something. <laughs> that was definitely fun. like definitely yeah. doable. Like when I when I thought about it, yeah, it's a weapon that you could use everywhere and kind of just like adapt to the situation. It's not going to get you into too much trouble like Super Arrow would either. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for the concrete shot puzzles in Mega Maker line. when they get that weapon in there. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, okay, boy. so speaking of Mega Maker, maybe we should use this to transition to that. So we'll Let's bring we'll bring this up here and we'll start talking about it. This game has been out for what a week now, something like that. Yeah, I think it came out like, like Monday or Sunday. Could be like I I I didn't it, yeah, even it's know been like a week. Yeah, like I I heard it was coming out, but I didn't know when it was coming out. And then I woke up one morning. I'm pretty sure this has to have been on a weekend then. And Fatso was playing it, so it's, it must it's have out. been last weekend. And there's there's definitely been a mixed bag of opinions on it that I've heard. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think of it so far? Everything seems pretty positive. I mean, the the community seems to like it. Everybody outside the Mega Man community seems to like it. Like, I really haven't heard a lot of negative feedback. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of the negative feedback is like small, you know, small things. Right. But okay. the overall impression is. This is a good thing for Mega Man and the community, right? So you 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 find that the the good is definitely outweighing than like the little tiny things. Like people are just they're not necessarily unhappy with the game. They're just mainly looking for um, maybe additional features to be added in the future or something. Additional features, maybe there's like I, I know Baron, for instance, had a list of mechanics that he'd like to have changed, um, right? Which you're definitely gonna get with any speedrunner and yeah. a fan made game, right? Some some popular you know Mega Man runners are playing the hell out of it, like Toad and and Cool Kid, for instance. I know I've been playing a lot and liking it quite a bit. Yeah, I mean to see someone playing it and uh, you know I, I was watching Cool Kid a couple of days ago and he has a bot where people can like add their levels to uh, you know to chat and he'll play them in order. And there was a queue of you know double digit people you know levels lined up for him to play. Um, it, it seems to be something that the community is like really kind of. Uh, gotten into it's it's been a lot of fun to watch yeah i saw i saw toad doing the same thing earlier today too so that seems like there's he was he was streaming it for a long time like every day this week he's still going i think he's still going right now actually (laughs) so yeah he he was he woke up bright and early i think like tuesday morning or something and he was like still streaming when i was done with work and he's like bright and early east coast time so right that guy was playing it for like 11 12 hours straight I yeah. guess, um, but yeah, like when Mario Maker came out, I, I mean, it's, I think it has to be natural to kind of look at it and be like, okay, well, why wouldn't this work for Mega Man? Um, Mega Man probably has a lot even more going for it in terms of, you know, making levels around like all the different games and all the different mechanics and stuff. Uh, I was, I was actually, I was a little bit um, unsure of what it would look like because I've never been a huge fan of Mega Man fan game physics, but. Um, as far as what they put together, I thought they've done a great job with it. it. It's far exceeded the expectations I had at, at release. Yeah, like I still haven't played it myself, but one of the big things that I noticed, um, just from a outsider standpoint, is 
they took a lot of weapons. See, a problem with Mega Man, I think, in general, with um, trying to do something like this, is you have a lot of duplicate weapons, right? You got Plant Shield, you got Skull Barrier, you know, a lot of these weapons that essentially do the same thing. And so how do you make them unique? Because otherwise you just use the same ones all the time. And I think, like, they've done... They've started to do that a little bit. You've seen that with, like, Skull Barrier protecting you from spikes. Um, yeah, and Star and Shield will be, like, a low-grav jump. Yeah. So active. they've they've definitely come up with some good ideas. I, like, I don't know necessarily from, from a standpoint of just looking at it from Mega Man alone. It maybe sometimes feels like it's not the same then. But on the <laughs> other hand... <laughs> You kind of have to do something, otherwise, again, it's just all the same thing over and over again. I'm trying to not be a purist about it, you know, regarding this. Uh, right. Because the, there's going to be things that are different. It's not going to feel exactly like Mega Man, but that that's going to have to be okay. I don't think there's a way to do that perfectly anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort I of do what I think, I do think Chelney's point is probably the most most valid of just it, it would be really boring without topspin, you know, bopping you off of enemies and stuff like that. So Right. I think to make it a fun game and to increase the number of things you can do, the the weapon changes are a good thing. Yeah, and um, like there's been such like like little minor things, and I don't know if they were they were intended to begin with, but like things like I saw, um, they were talking about how you can use charge kick right to air slide, and if you change weapons mid air slide, you can actually jump out of the slide in the middle of yeah. the air, stuff like that. Which is like I don't know if that's intended, and so I don't know if it'll stay in the game. But at the moment, it's like, that's kind of a cool little addition to, you know, the weapon. I'm curious, what do you guys think this maybe will turn into? Like, obviously, the re- like you said, the reception's been pretty good. Do the creators then, like, just decide to keep running with this and keep adding and adding and adding? Or do you think there's I a limit so. to how much they should add? What they have now, in my opinion, is just the core of a good a good game. But they definitely need to add... Um, I was talking to Fast about this in his stream the other day, um, so I know he agrees. They need to add some some more competitive elements to it, or at least some statistical elements or some search filtering. Okay. Something to get you through the mess of just uh, 70,000 levels, you know, where you just, the Where's, rating system isn't that great, you know, right. stuff like that. Yeah, everything just no feels end. like kind of a one-off. Um, I'm I'm really hoping that it gets some of the functionality that we've seen from Super Mario Maker. Uh, you know, like the the challenges where you have a hundred lives and you have you know x amount of expert levels to try to get through, and like a way of categorizing levels by their difficulty and you know stuff like that. There's there's so many things that can be added. There's such a good shell of a game here. I, I'd love to see them you know keep keep expanding upon it. Yeah, there's there definitely seems like there's small things. I mean. With regard to Mario Maker already like laying down the foundation for what this game could really be, like you said, there's there's definitely a lot of stuff I think that they can just take from that that they don't even then have to necessarily come up with new ideas because they already exist. They just have to have to implement them. Joker added the Mega Maker ten random levels as a category on the Mega Man leaderboards, but he, he it doesn't did. have any submissions yet. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I, someone's trying to make something happen here. Um, you know, as far as it being competitive and and you know something more than just I'm going to log on and and play a bunch of levels in a row. Right. Um, and so I I love that's the next step. That would probably be what it would take to drag me into. You know, I played it and it was great, but um, I think it needs a little bit more functionality for you know some of us to dive in. Right. You you're looking for that that competition aspect that you get from speedrunning like. 
the standard games. Yeah, I mean, it would be fun if there was like some sort of SRL thing we could do where we know we're getting the same level set or, you know, something like that. Yeah, and well, so I don't know how much you guys know about Super Mario Maker, but the timer, like the in-game timer for levels and world record tracking, that was added um, pretty pretty late pretty pretty late into the game's life i think uh maybe like six months later or something like that if the creators respond to the community the way that kind of mario maker did i think it'll work out and then it's sort of going to be up to the mega maker community to put together you know like uh curated sets of levels for people to compete with i think right um, yeah. otherwise i don't know if you're ever going to get good enough filtering and uh separation between different types of levels to really just make like 10 random levels work something else i'd like to see uh mario maker i think when you can see the creator beat the level i believe um oh can you i i'm pretty sure okay. i've seen something so, like that before like right now so, you have to you have to be able to beat it before you can submit it but you're saying there should be a recorded version of that so like if you if you try a level and you can't be it beat it you know and and you uh you know, quit on it or whatever, forfeit. Uh, the ability to see like how the level is supposed to be beaten would be pretty neat. I don't know that that probably would create bandwidth issues or something. Maybe I, I don't know how how feasible that is because um, from from what I understand, like their their cost, uh, you know, having having to have server space. Uh, I, I don't. They're, they're not trying to make any money off of this, so I don't know who's who's contributed to try to you know help that sort of thing. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, something like that would be pretty nice. It'd be it'd be. It would be neat to talk to some of the people that are behind this and, and kind of get an idea of, you know, what some of their plans are and what, what their needs are and you know, what, what the community can do to help support them. Because that's Definitely. even that's even something that Mario Maker had for a while, like, you know, showing off um, when when you die, right? All the little X's pop up and you see where everybody else has died. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. That's pretty cool. And like even just that, like seeing some feedback of, okay, I don't feel so bad about dying here because 50 other people also died in this exact same spot because of... Yeah, the less you're playing thing. these levels in a vacuum, the more it feels like a community, like, the more successful this will be. But the way it's set up, though, like, I don't know if that's even possible right now. Like, it doesn't your... Doesn't it just sort of, like, download the level and then go on? I mean, I guess it does keep track of how many people have played it and beaten it, so why couldn't it maybe keep track of some of that additional information? Yeah, there's... There's no reason it couldn't. They just need to want to do it. And it just, it could be, quite easy it could just be an issue of time. Yeah, certainly. But that, that's pretty basic. So if they get enough people probably pulling their ear, they, I think they would do it. So they do have some forums and a, a Discord server. So I guess if anyone, okay. you know, feels passionate about that, they should definitely give them some feedback, I think. I don't know if anyone from the speedrunning community has, uh, given them any feedback but we definitely should yeah it's a it's a pretty cool game and like you said every it's it's very involved right now everybody's getting into it it seems like so now is the time for that to happen before people start to burn out if there's already seventy thousand levels created like that's that's a huge response for a fan it's, game <laughs> like, it's definitely you know, we, in the 50s or 60s already I've yeah and no, it's incredible. A couple it, was, it was 40 yeah it was 40 something like a couple uh, two, three days ago i think so that's pretty that's insane. in one week for I don't even know how much exposure this release got, but yeah, that's other than Kotaku, I didn't really see any posts anywhere else. But I wasn't really looking for them yeah, for, either. For a fan game to get this kind of traction is incredible. Like, there's obviously a demand for it. And I mean, the main franchise has a pretty solid following, right? I mean, Mega Man is such a popular. I mean, we saw the video reactions of people when he was released for Smash. I mean, 
People oh, love Mega yeah. Man. It's just, it's just <laughs> Capcom, Capcom just won't <laughs> stop sitting on him to let him free. <laughs> He's in so, Mega Jail right now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the main games, by the way, I mean, I can go on and on about MM4. Can you? Oh, yeah. I know it's exciting because both Fast and I are playing this right now. And we've both PB'd in like the last two days. So yes, I guess my main question would be how you how you feeling about the game right now? Obviously, fun game. Uh, really, really enjoying any time that there's like a lot of competition uh, at the top of a game. Like uh, one of my favorite times was when like Cipher and Ello were both going for the twenty six in, in Rockman two. Um, and it's just it's not something you see a ton where you have a couple people playing the same game at the same time. Like I'm not on I'm not on Chony's level, obviously, but uh, <laughs> just as just to see like this, I don't know. It's it's fun to be playing a game alongside someone who's playing it at a high level. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 neat. And then if you take it a little further, you know, uh, Almond and Ohan both got mid thirty sevens in June. So within the last you know month month and a half, we the top four times on the leaderboard. Like there's been a PB for all of those. Yeah, there's there's definitely been some good action in this game in the last two months, like you said. Um, Allman might still play a little bit here with Smash the Record coming up, but he's he started playing 7 here. He was playing it earlier today, so he's got his uh, game saver going. Yeah, like, I, I would agree. Like, with, with the top times all being improved fairly recently, like, when we talked to Cool Kid last week, we asked him that same question about how he feels about the competition versus playing a game sort of at a top level on your own. And he said he kind of leaned more towards rather playing it on him on his own. And oh, interesting. I I find that I might like do that a little bit too. Like it depends. Like I've been playing four by myself for so long, so I really didn't have anything to compare it to until recently when you know you started picking up the game and you said you were going to start pushing it. So I thought, okay, now I'm finally going to experience the other side because I nobody's nobody's ever really told me that they were going to bother pushing the game as far as I had. So it was just kind of like, okay, well, I I guess I want to improve the time again, so I'm just going to play it until I PB, and then I'll put it down again. And then, you know, like, you just, there's no real reason to try to keep pushing PBs. It's just like play it at your own pace kind of thing. And so we'll see. We'll see how this, this goes. Like, I, don't, I haven't really felt like I'm trying to rush to PB or anything. I, I don't know, like, y you always talk about how you're not, Oh, I'm not playing at your level to me, right? But I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you're playing even to a certain extent better than my level in certain stages for sure. So that's why it's exciting. I think with the classic community, we've always had a pretty set agenda where we didn't really care necessarily who got top times. We just wanted to see the time keep getting pushed down. And now that we have like a cool like Google Doc referencing, you know, all the gold splits, it's cool to see the overall community's summer best you know, start to drop down to a time that's just ridiculous. Yeah, so pretty we'll exciting time. Like, times are just coming down. Uh, stages are coming down. And yeah. uh, a lot of credit to Baron Haynes on that, too. He did a lot of work with his theory tests. Yeah, definitely. Uh, trying to pick up strats and stuff. That guy never seems to touch a game without uh, finding some significant improvements. I don't know if you have any thoughts about MM4 right now, Brett, other than balloons. Balloons are good. <laughs> I'm glad balloons are back in bright stage. That's about the extent of it. They're yeah. doable. Everyone should do them. Everyone should do Pharaoh first, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> no, obviously not. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that Pharaoh first is 
even more of a clear choice, I guess, for the top runners now. Right. It definitely has uh, separated, similar to how I think top and magnet are separate now in three. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really definitely. similar in, in, in a couple different ways, like the, the time save were, you know, maybe a few seconds faster, but then also it being a better route for RN, uh, RNG mitigation, you know, Pharaoh first is the same as top first in that regard. And a more fun watch for okay. sure from a viewer perspective. Good to see that the, uh, the balloons are in uh, C2 now as well with the, the ladders. Has anyone uh, gotten a good gold split with the C2 balloons? Uh, the Prissy style yet. stage? Not yet. I got all of them in my current PB, but I messed up another room that cost me time. So I ended up hitting the door, but a second and a half slower than I know I can with the new strats. So, so like Prizzy's gold split document shows a, what was it? 205 as the best gold split in C2. I think uh, like with the best square pattern and a good stage, like I, I think sub two might even be possible or like two flat or something. Like there's, there's like an unreal amount of time in that stage. <sighs> Yeah, it's just like trying to play the stage at the high caliber without any mistakes, and then the odds of getting the and best then the 1% is God just pattern. so silly. Like, <laughs> that's why if you get like what I like to call the checkers pattern because it's what he's got in his PB, uh, it's the 1 2 or 2 1, either way. Uh, like, that's like yeah. pretty much about as good as you're gonna typically see. Well, we'll see what happens in the near future. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of MM4 coming up, that's good to see. I saw there was a new runner this week. Is that not Riley? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I think it was Vic or somebody that hosted him the other day when I was watching. That, that was cool. It's always cool to see new runners. Yeah. So that's that's yeah that's really awesome. So we'll see we'll see how far he wants to. There's been a lot of new mega runners. Um, just in general, it's been really really neat to see the the community growing. Do you think a lot of that yeah. is because of just the community's presence necessarily? Like. I mean, we're not really getting... Well, for example, GDQ happened. MM4 was the only run that was in the whole event. Like, we didn't really have a whole ton of FaceTime with the, a ton of, like, people out there necessarily. But the community is still growing really fast. So you got to wonder, what's the actual draw? Like, what's actually drawing people in more than anything else? Like, is it streams? I think, I think Discord has a huge role in the community's expansion, at least for Mega... Um, and probably all the communities. It's it's much more. It's kind of like what IRC used to be, I guess. Um, but it's more centralized. All of the posts, you know, are uh, like permanent, right? Unless someone deletes them. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of information there. Uh, pretty much everyone involved, all the top runners who are active are in Classic Mega uh, Discord. So right. you have access to top-notch advice you know pretty easily and you have a lot of newer runners in there who are you know supporting each other really bringing the times down like the Mega Man 3 kind of I guess like the new wave of runners you know like Kyle Precise, Mr. Sweet, Triwave, all those guys they all kind of came around when the discord was new and it seemed to really help them you know kind of stick together and bond a little bit so yeah I, to, to me that's the only big change that i can see in the community itself over like the last couple years yeah i'm a huge fan of discord as as someone that like it was it was really cool to be invited to the irc back when that was the thing this discord is just so much better in every way uh it's i don't know it, it definitely helps to foster community I'm, I'm a huge fan of discord i think i would agree with you there yeah i think the like you said having the ability to just ask a question and there's like 
30 to 40 experts in within earshot, so to speak, right, of their keyboards that they can just answer questions. It's definitely something uh, that I wish I would have had yeah. when I started. And then you're seeing a lot of the people that have like learned their first Mega Man game kind of branching out and trying to at least dabble in the other ones, um, either like learning a full game or learning the robots for 46 or, you know, um, now that a weekly 46 is starting to happen again. Um, so you're, you're seeing some of that. Uh, like a little bit of cross-pollination between the games, especially the NES ones. Speaking of going across things, going across the ocean here. Oh my god. Wow, segue. what a You, you what hear a that segue? <laughs> <laughs> ESA is starting, guys. Started today. Classic Mega Block is not till Friday. So we have a Classic Mega Block, though, but unlike we the do. past couple of GDQs. <laughs> we do have one, yes. So I can actually bring it up here uh, for the, the runs that are going to happen on Friday. And I don't have the time up for for people to see here because the way schedules work they don't on uh, this website they always adjust it to your time zone so i didn't want it to show the times but this is the mega block going on here we've got rockman and forte joka's playing forte you've got a race in mega man one zipless between cool kid and cartina cow uh zoda playing uh mega man 2 obviously difficult mega man 9 by btfm and then Mega Man 10 race between Ajarmar and BTFM. I mean, those are some pretty what a, what a lineup. solid. Yeah, that's just <laughs> that's a really games. good lineup. Can I make like amazing one... amazing runners across the board and great games? One tiny critique: there's going to be no sliding Mega <laughs> in this in this block. Five games but, and no slide. But there will be zipping in Mega Man 2, and there will be dashing in Rockman and Forte. So maybe there'll be some some. Uh, fast strats going on in, in those in those games but i mean <laughs> nine and ten and and uh mega man one and stuff i mean those these games are designed for non-sliding type movement so it's not like the yeah, state they're all really are, good watches for for different reasons yes exactly so and i mean having and a lot of skill there's a lot of skill being brought to the table here so. yeah getting to see btfm play in a marathon is going to be pretty exciting i think we've been trying to get him into the relays which uh, another relay is now in the works. We'll probably talk about that at some point when uh, it gets finalized. But, you know, we've always been talking about that, about trying to work him in there because the guy is just an incredible runner. Something worth noting, Mega Man 10 when they race, like a Jarmar is going to be playing on the Wii version. I assume BTFM's playing on PS3. He has to be, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see, like we've always just thought that there's not any version differences but i'm curious to see if there actually might be anything noticeably different when we watch them race don't you feel like chlorate would have caught something like that i mean that guy probably like, doesn't miss a beat he's pretty on top of things <laughs> probably yeah but yeah i mean a jarmar and btfm are also like pretty pretty good frame counters themselves too right and strat finders so they're definitely very comparable if not exactly the same so. yeah it's a it's a strong community it always just struck me how consistent nine and ten runners are, and like nine, I guess you kind of expect it um, with their, you know, not being like the quick weapon switching like ten has. But uh, ten is not an easy game at all, and every time you see someone run those games, they just knock it out of the park. It's it's really impressive. I love watching ten streams. I'll always watch it if someone's playing it. I know just because there's <laughs> such good weapon use and everything in the run. Yeah, I d I definitely drop everything if I can catch one of those guys playing. It's just typically. I don't get to catch any of the European guys because they usually will be running at a time I can't really watch. Or yeah. uh, or Chlorate will just sort of 
pop in and start streaming at just the most random time and it's like <laughs> okay dropping everything because well he doesn't stream very much right like he said and when he does stream it's not for very long so when you see it you just have to jump in there i've, I've still never caught a stream of his live even once <laughs> still dreaming out of this block do you guys have a, a run that you're most looking forward to or is it just the whole block as a whole year? Uh, it's got to be the 10 race for me i'm i'm i like watching races and because like they're because i expect both of the runners to perform very well i expect it to be really close um that, that one should be a fun watch yeah i mean like no offense to cc but isn't cool kid just gonna destroy him in zipless most likely well i mean cc has actually improved by quite a lot in zipless he's been playing it a lot up until esa here sub 22 time so i wouldn't say uh, yeah that's, would, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't say that it's going to be a blowout there. There's definitely anything that can happen. I the thing it. I wonder about Zipless is like how much potential are there for large mistakes? Larger mistakes. Um, that's, yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of my thought process too. Um, and not a ton of RNG in that game either. So like I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean in a race, obviously anything can happen. And Cartina has been playing it a lot more than Cool Kids. So you know, in that sense, consistency true. might be might be on his side. I I think out of this block. Uh, I, I don't this is this is probably a pick that I wouldn't normally take but we haven't seen this done like when when was the last time we saw a forte run I honestly have no idea like when tonic picked uh, RMF for GDQ there in 2015 it was a bid war and Rockman won yeah I'm not actually sure when when the last time has been so th this will be kind of interesting to see it I I definitely feel like the forte speedrun has some interesting movement tech that you know, obviously, you never ever get to see if you don't see these runs. Some of the boss fights kind of drag on a bit for me. Is <laughs> the only in the, in, the weapon, in the weapon get? Yeah, it's my only critique, honestly, about this speed run is like some of the yeah the the boss fights the and the weapon gets are kind the of, stages are really fluid though. They, yeah, they fly. They fly you just see how game. much like that game was designed for Forte when you watch speed runs of him, yeah. just like destroying sections that Rockman struggles with. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I'm... Oh, you do like an ice wall jump here and Forte just, whoop, jump right up there. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's actually my pick. Um, I am really excited to see that. I have watched... And that's, and that's Shoka's baby, too. Like, as much as he enjoys all of classic Mega, like, Rockman and Forte is, is always yeah, pretty obviously been his definitely. favorite. Yeah, you think he likes it more than two? That's how it seems to me. I could be wrong. I, I don't want to speak for him, but yeah. he just... He I just don't know. Out, I've out seen him streaming. Yeah. He, he definitely yeah, streams... Like he's played it. He streams more our Rockman and Forte lately. You know, hundred CD runs he was doing it like yeah, a year ago or something. And yeah, I, I'm, I I want to see uh, our boy Zoda do well in in Rockman too. So I'm gonna make that my pick. Yeah. I mean, that's just uh, if Lizzie. anyone if anyone has a baby in here, it's definitely Zoda and Rockman too, right? So yeah, yeah. Him running that in the ESA is uh is is great. I'm excited to see him give it a shot because like it's just. Rockman 2 has has been a very <laughs> difficult marathon it's run historically so for for very very good speedrunners of which you know Zoda's in that category as well. Um, so for him to take a stab at it, I'm I'm really happy to see. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm mostly excited at the prospect of someone getting like a you know a 27. Yeah, I mean marathon or something that would just be so cool to see. Yeah, like you said, it's it's that game. So from my perspective, when I see somebody play. MM2 doesn't matter normal or difficult in a marathon setting that's just a terrifying speed run to me I have no frame of reference for actually how easy something is or how easy something could be if you just take just a little bit longer to set something up 
because everything when I play that game is impossible. So that speedrun is terrifying for me to watch because like there's not really that many locations to soft lock, but if you overzip in a few spots, you can really cost yourself minutes. You know, depending on how. Oh or, yeah. You know, so like. Definitely. It's... Trying to do that first dog scroll through like the varying lag and trying to like hit that frame perfect exit and if you overzip you have to die like that's that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. What a horrible speed game. <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Like knowing Zoda, the man does not tone his runs down. Yeah. So... No. He, he no. does not know where the brake pedal is. <laughs> so we'll be. I I really am hoping for a great run. Is is all I'll say. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. I hope he enjoys himself. Um, because they're I don't know. I'd like to see him play this at a GDQ also. Um, and so I hope he just I hope he enjoys himself, uh, and and just has fun with it. Because regardless of how it goes, and it's it's gone, you know, uh, not great for everybody who's done it. Uh, there's so much cool stuff to show off in this game, and Zoda's a perfect person to do that because he knows every strat, um, and and knows how to do everything at a high level. So. Uh, and, yeah, that, that should be a really good watch. And I mean, if worst case comes like what comes to worst, right? And his run doesn't go well, he can join the ranks of <laughs> the rest of Baron's <laughs> yeah, crew. It can't be. It can't be worse than my <laughs> thirty-eight. So, and the and the ranks of a lot of good Rockman two runners who have been I think, tested like, by the I game. I think the marathons. Rockman two marathon thirty is like a meme. I'm pretty sure that's been gotten <laughs> in multiple marathons. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Friday's so long away. Actually, speaking of Zoda, he is running uh, Hebereke tomorrow morning, I believe. Yeah, early, early morning for us. Yeah, speaking of the Mega Man community players, uh, him and I believe Cool Kid is running Gimmick immediately after. Yep. Uh, so they got them some time in between the runs then. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, and I think yeah. af- after the Mega Man block on Friday, I think CC's got a Ninja Gaiden 2 race with Indy, I believe. So there's there's some of the some of the Mega Man guys out there have a few other games. So um, definitely check out the schedule. I've got the link there on on the screen. So if you guys type that in there, you'll be able to go and see when everybody's runs are. And... I'm pretty jealous. I'm pretty jealous of the ESA schedule, honestly, <laughs> compared to like what we just had at SGDQ. Not that I'm complaining about SGDQ, but this just seems to have so many more like runners that you know I I care about and more games that I care about. So. It just feels loaded, you know. I don't know yeah. if you guys feel the same. Yeah, there. I, I think I think GDQ tries to maybe explore the margins of some of the stuff that's not been done in a GDQ at this point. Whereas mm-hmm. uh, ESA seems to have loaded just a lot more popular stuff that you know a lot of us have played or seen more. I guess that's that's fair. That's. I mean, that w- I have no idea one way or the other, but that's just kind of my. Uh, I, I don't really have any opinion, honestly. Either way, like I I thought the GDQ SGDQ's schedule was pretty solid. Coming from the Mega Man community, it might have it might have seemed pretty weak on our side, but I mean, that's what a lot of people have been complaining about too. You hear you always hear people saying there's too much Mega Man. Well, we definitely didn't have too much Mega Man this time, so <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully AGDQ, if uh, if this uh, potential relay happens, then that'd be pretty cool. How do you guys feel? Just curious about the the two stream thing for ESA, because they have a I they have a secondary stream that's you know not on as often as the mainstream. I don't know. Are you kind of like cannibalizing your own viewers? Like, is it just kind of split them among the two? Is that good or bad? I don't. I don't really know to be honest. I know they've done it once in the past. They did. Um, yeah. Has it only been once, once, or have they done it more? Than yeah. Once? I, well, I know the last like last year they didn't do it, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's well, true. 
Um, and so they took a break for at least at least a couple years, I think. Um, so the fact they brought it back is kind of interesting. It's a lot of extra work. Like it has. Oh to be. yeah, it just has Definitely. to be. So I mean, as cool as I think I, it kind of is, it's from man. a tech perspective, it's a little bit scary for That's, sure. Yeah, it seems a little. Over, it, it'd be a little overwhelming. They definitely ambitious. had their their share of uh, technical issues at ESA before, so right. I get where you're coming from there. Having to have the audio and everything all set up, and you have to have two separate tech teams basically working it, be pretty, yeah. pretty hard also, I feel like. I do like the idea of, you know, being able to get more games into a marathon, just from, as a runner, uh... Whether I'm on the, the A stream or the B stream, like, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, to be able to play at an event like this is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, having having just twice as many, well, maybe not twice as many, but, you know, even 50% more games get into a marathon um, because you have this other stream, I think, is, is pretty neat. But then, like, I'm looking at the schedule real quick, and you have, like, Mario Galaxy 120 stars by 360 <laughs> Prism going up against, like, Super Castlevania 4 by TMR and, like, Symphony of the Night. And it's like what? Like what yeah. do you what do you watch? Um, so there's 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 definitely going to be some some instances where, uh, yeah, I don't know. You have to, you have to multi twitch ESA. But in general, in general, I guess I would say I'm in favor. We'll see how it works out. If there's a lot of tech issues, then you know, yeah, maybe it's time to just put it put it put it away for good. I mean, if they definitely feel like they can handle it, then by all means, I I think it's a good idea. But. Like you said, maybe maybe it does stretch you a little thin in a couple spots, but it's only going to bolster viewership overall, though. I think. Yeah, I think so as well. You might be taking some attention away from your mainstream, but having more to watch is is usually a good thing. Right. It gives it definitely gives people that option. Like, oh, I don't really want to watch, you know, Super Hexagon or something. Let's say, but oh, maybe this other game is on, and I really want to watch that. Oh man, you're getting some hate mail from Super Hexagon community right now. <laughs> I don't want to watch Rockman and Forte. I want to watch Super Mario World '96 exit. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people will do that. Yeah, so, that's actually that's that's pretty interesting. The first half of Mega Block is up against that. Yeah, feels like fierce competition there. Um, does that actually? Uh, out of curiosity, I don't know if you guys saw this, but at the beginning of the stream, um, Ednal. Uh, was talking about how they're planning to do a second ESA starting next year. They're going to be doing two, uh, one Ooh. one in the winter time and one standard time. Um, do you guys have any thoughts about that? About what that might do for ESA? Just, I mean, obviously GDQ has been doing two now for forever, right? It's pretty much now. I mean, I would think everybody would say that's been a success for GDQ, right? I I, I would say so. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all for it. That's that's my first phenomenal. my first thought would be: Are they going to do it somewhere else? Or are they going to have it in super cold uh, Scandinavia <laughs> in the winter? So, <laughs> so I I'm not going to lie, I missed it because I couldn't quite hear him at first with the the mic. So I'd have to go back uh -huh. and like rewatch their their sort of introduction. But I want to say maybe that was what it was, but I couldn't quite hear. So don't don't listen to me. Go watch the. <laughs> Go watch ESA, and I'm sure they'll talk about it. I'm sure they'll discuss it more at the end of the event, too. Yeah, I'd be, uh, personally, like, as an attendee, I'd be scared to go there during the winter, growing up as a California boy. <laughs> uh, the, one, the one or two times I have been in, like, a real winter climate in, in the winter, uh, it it was too much for me. So 
Just I'd be a little that. concerned. I was a baby at DC or in DC at AGDQ and it was like mid thirties there. Not even cold. <laughs> well, you have to take into account that's a humid cold too. Like yeah, for example, true. here I get like minus forty to fifties at worst and I, it's just, I would die. It's a dry climate like you're used to pretty much probably down by the desert. Yeah, I'm I'm used to dry cold up in the mountains here. So but if you go somewhere with a lake effect or something, I, I can't it's I way can't handle worse. That. It's way worse. But, yeah, so well, I I was just mainly curious though because I know both Fasta and I have talked about potentially going to an ESA. So yeah, definitely um, would love to get out there. If if, if it opens up, yeah, if it opens up a chance for like two, and let's say, um, you know, they're planning something for summer SGDQ, it might be easier to make it to like a a, a winter ESA or vice versa. You know, so definitely something, something to think about, uh, especially for a lot of other speedrunners who might want to do the same thing. More events, more big events like this, I'm all for it. Yep. It's great. It's always yeah, these, fun. these are a lot of fun. If you haven't gotten out to one, they're they're a blast. Go ESA. Someday someday Chelnathon will sucker sucker <laughs> a bunch of speedrunners to Canada and we'll all find a, a bonfire to to huddle around to stay warm. <laughs> Alrighty. Well I mean I, I got nothing else to add to that, so I don't know if you guys have yeah, any clothing thanks thoughts. For, thanks for having me on. That was, that was fun. Uh, there's a lot, like you said, going on in the mega community right now. And hopefully that'll continue to be the case. Other than that, cool. I think I think we're good. Thanks, everybody, for listening and, and watching if you're on YouTube. And we'll catch you guys next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.